0: It is Thursday, June 25th. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk. Here McCauley, Zach Rothenberger, and we got the great Bryson Scott finally joining us uh, in person on camera here. It's pretty cool. Happy to be here. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Did I cut say, out there for a second? Say no. that again. Oh, good. Yeah. I said I thought I cut out there. I was getting all herky-jerky. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that would happen. We've been, on, we've been chit-chatting for like 25 minutes before that, like right as we start streaming. You know, when, you know, it's a little turbulence. You know, just like, hey, I'm, I'm flying out to see you guys at Kansas City <laughs> tomorrow. So you know, right? Let's you know, get a little turbulence going. <laughs> uh, but
1: it's great to have you on. Glad to be here. It's been a hot minute. I think this is my third time on the podcast now. Uh, First time since March. So I guess pre-corona and then post-corona now. So or pre-quarantine, post-quarantine. I'd say. It like that. Uh, look
0: at that! Dude. I didn't. I didn't even build out your box. I'm gonna do this. Look at this. We're doing live building we talk about build all the time back in the day when we used to work together. Look at I'm building out. I'm bu- oh, look at that. I'm going to have to crop you in. Look at this. This is how we do it.
2: Well, Karen, while, you're doing that, folks. while you're doing that, I got to ask Bryson. So is the, has the high come down at all since the Super Bowl or, or is it still it's there? It's the only
1: thing that's kept me going through quarantine. <laughs> if I ever feel too depressed, I just think back to, what, third and 15 in the fourth quarter. The- oh,
0: yeah, I was going to say, yeah, what, what's, what's the flavor out there right now? Because I'm pretty sure last time we had you on, it was right before that.
1: Yeah. So uh I mean, obviously with the whole pandemic everything's been real toned down, let's say. Uh people haven't really been happy about it, but I mean, assuming that we get fans in the stadiums for the NFL season, people are gonna be excited and ready to go. Like oh, I it's know. yeah. And we'll get to it. So
0: it's funny. I, I I don't
1: feel like the news was good for that. You know, I mean like yeah. Yeah, it seemed like – what was it? I heard that uh, the Hall of Fame game is going to get delayed, right? No, oh, yeah. It's, it's been canceled straight up. So yeah. that's a little mm-hmm. ominous, I guess. But we'll see what happens. We yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, and, Fair yeah, enough, and to that yeah. point, look, we got a great show
0: for you. So we'll obviously have some football chatter lined up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, by the way, tonight's mm-hmm. show is brought to you by the Great Lucci Slices, as always, ours. So our Thursday shows are um bryson you guys got to come out here next time you're in uh the the southeastern pennsylvania area we got to get you some uh some lucci slices I,
1: I see you guys uh repping them on like your instagram and everything it looks like delicious pizza i mean i really i gotta get myself a slice of it oh my god it's amazing uh, yeah. oh look i yeah. got
0: trust on 2k joining us in the chat we haven't heard from you in a while it's good to, it's good to have you back oh we love it we got some football yeah. chatter tonight this is gonna be some good stuff all covered yeah, right. covering and all take- the bases
2: tonight yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah yes. it, right
0: so yeah we got all sorts of look at this we got we got football Oh, we got baseball. We're going to talk about that, obviously, because the proposal, um, mm-hmm. you know, came out. I guess that it's you know moving forward and stuff. And then we have NBA and NHL mm-hmm. talks. So yeah, and Bryce, I'm going to get you in there. Uh, okay.
2: you. Oh yeah, oh,
0: I'm going to kind of submit my little application to you. So, as for everyone, <laughs> uh, everyone, you know, in the Midwest can start rooting for the Flyers. That's my that's my mission for you. But you go. The there we go. yeah, okay. all right. So what you know we always do it um, as we do on Thursday nights. Let's uh, let's or virtually every night. Let's let's uh, start off with a little clickbait cleanup. Why don't we?
2: Oh, it's the only way to start off. Yeah, is that going to kick us off? Yeah, let's do it. So the whole – everyone and their mother was shook when this quote-unquote report came out saying that uh, Antonio Brown, and you know, the Seahawks and the Ravens have had internal discussions about potentially signing Antonio Brown. Well, I'm sure every team in the NFL has had internal <laughs> internal discussions about signing Antonio Brown at some point over the last probably six months you know, to a year, I would say, and, and even now, obviously – um, so, I don't really know why this is news. And if it's an internal discussion, why all of a sudden is it like broadcasted ex- external? It just doesn't really make sense. To that me. is like, such clickbait. Like, that's the definition of it. Yeah, uh, I mean, all the, all the teams, I think they did the same thing with Des Bryant when he was trying to make his, his comeback and how the other are. players. <laughs> yeah, they still are. You're right. We
1: like this this. Is... Go ahead. Uh, you got I it. Say, I feel like this is just Antonio Brown just continuously trying to keep his name in the headlines. It's just it's like we haven't talked about him in several months. So it's like, oh, here's your monthly Antonio Brown reference. gotta you know, cheap and popular. <laughs> and there's still- there's a quota they have to reach, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right, he,
0: he, so he still needs to get reinstated by the league, right? Before like right, before anything else can happen. If I correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah I thought so, yeah. Yeah. So I really hate those articles then.
2: Yeah. I, I don't even know if it was an article per se, more just like a headline just to try to get people speculating and you know, all, all those rumors flying mm-hmm. around and uh, well,
0: and how old is he at this point? You got to think, right. Speed is his biggest, uh, attribute, if you will. So it's like, okay, uh-huh. at that point, that's the biggest thing. That's the first thing usually goes
2: when you get older. So yeah. how much value does he have? Yeah, I, I think he that's probably true. does have value. Every, everyone's saying that they think even if he were to come back in the league, he's one of the top receivers in the, in the league. Um, he probably has value, but it's not nearly what it once was in my opinion. I don't know how old he is probably early thirties. I would assume. For sure. So, is that an Alexa pact? That might be an an Alexa question. So, Bryson, you're, you're, yeah,
0: yeah, we know that you're, you know, an hour behind us. So, it's, it's time for you guys to catch the show out there. So, we actually are keeping a batting average for, for Alexa's like facts if she can get it right. Okay. uh, Alexa, how old is Antonio Brown?
1: Antonio Brown is 31 years
0: old. Is that what you said, 31?
2: Early 30s. I I did like the easy guess.
0: That's pretty good. Good job, Alexa. That was a,
2: she's rallied this week.
0: I, uh, I, I thought he was older than that.
2: So he she might have he might have a lot left in the tank.
0: By the way, she was at twenty five percent last week. She's upped her batting average to fifty now, or five hundred. I should say. I can't even talk, but uh, yeah, five hundred is pretty good for Alexa Facts. Yeah, hey, also, good job. You're doing great. I just want you to know that. Um, <laughs> it really was clutch to have this next to us during the show. But anyway, uh, all right. So it's that point. Yeah, and I agree. And the whole thing with Antonio Brown too is right. It's it's the same. It's Zach. It's the same. We talked about this, right? When when Jamal Adams had his like list of teams he wanted to go to, I was like, it's the same crew <laughs> of teams: Seattle, the Ravens, mm-hmm. like the Rams, the Saints, yeah, like yeah. you know the Cowboys. will probably somehow. It's it's just ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and It's it's. I think Adam Schefter was the one who broke this news, and it's almost like did the Seahawks and Ravens somehow like secretly get to Schefter and were like, hey, we want you to leak this out so that way maybe if AB wants to but play, what's, like he'll see what's that the we're point of that. I don't know. It's it's probably because they're looking for headlines to make and looking for. Yeah.
1: I, it, their job is to report sports, right? And there's like literally no sports to report. So, I mean, <laughs> like we said, it's, uh, here's an Antonio Brown update. Seahawks are interested. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If, I, if I was an NFL team, why would you even regardless of the production? He's just clearly a nut job. I just he's I feel like he's a locker room cancer. Well,
0: and I think when you, when you look at it, it's, we, we always, we use the analogy that wide receivers are kind of like rims on a car, but uh-huh. right? you need to have rims on your car, but then yeah. like, you don't have to, that should not be where the, <laughs> the highest percentage of the allocation of your money is going to, like towards your vehicle. It should not be your rims. So it's yeah. one of those things where if, if you're, if your dealership's going to give you good dependable rims on the house, as they're getting your state inspection, AKA the draft, right? Uh-huh. Like you're just going to roll with that. You're good on that. You don't, there's no need yeah. to go to like, the the scrap metal yard right we're like antonio like as you know right yeah. like zach you know cars right like he's got you know he's got the the rims and god knows where they've been you know right like they're real shiny though <laughs> yeah i'll say we, sure? don't need are gonna tw- fall off? we don't need 24
2: inch uh, chrome spinners we don't we don't need that yeah so, there you go uh, wow. See, I
0: knew you have <laughs> the, the yeah, exactly that. Then your lexicon.
2: yeah no we don't um, need that but yeah long story short it's just like those rumors you keep hearing about all these players trying to make a comeback or you know interest in mm-hmm. returning from the dead and it's just mm-hmm. kind of it's old
0: well, I'll tell. Yeah. I'll keep. I'll keep Ma- the football. Keep the football clickbait going. I, I think. I hate these videos when they come out all the time, and and it's all the sports. It's kind of weird that I, like this is the day I would pick to just kind of snap on this topic, but I can't stand when there's these videos of like athletes playing other sports, and everyone's like, "Oh gosh, oh my gosh!" <laughs> Especially NFL players dunking. I, I, it's not yeah. a story to me. Uh, first of all, it scares me. If I was a fan of that team. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to be like the the overly worried parent, right? That like is saying like I don't want anyone on my team dunking or doing any kind of physical activity until the NFL season starts again. No, not at all. But I'm more just saying that it's like what good does that do when you're doing windmill dunks at Planet Fitness? You know what I mean? Like that yeah. doesn't really do anyone any good. Uh-huh. So it's like you know like was it worth having that blurry uh, video on Twitter for everyone to see? And, and I don't know. I just I, the whole thing to me it's just it's
1: just not really appealing. Yeah, I didn't kind of chime in. So last year, uh, after Pat won the MVP, uh, there was videos of him like at some like pickup wreck ball game. He was balling out; like he was looking really good, but he was pulling all these spin moves and like reverse layups in traffic. And it's just like Pat, you're trying to make a $200 two hundred million dollar contract here. What if someone takes your knee out from under you? So I think our GM it can exactly. I think our GM had him uh, put a stop to that pretty quickly.
2: Uh, yeah. As he should. I mean, how many times have we seen an athlete get hurt for off the field, you know, pickup games? Um, yep. I don't know if you, Bryson, if you follow NASCAR or, or Kieran, but like Denny Hamlin, he's a pretty I have a little bit NASCAR. more in the last
0: week or so.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, he tore his ACL playing basketball like a month before the Daytona 500. Like we're talking probably 10 years ago now, but he was out uh-huh. for the whole racing season or majority of the racing season because of that, which is like uh-huh. obviously a big deal. Um, and another one we all know is good old, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul playing with fireworks. So yeah. we can't, Lost, we can't teams yep. can't afford, God. can't afford those type of mistakes. Between
0: the weather now and you being a Giants fan, the 4th of July around the corner, Jesus, like that, oh. that really,
2: that, that <laughs> all kind of split together. Yeah, yeah,
0: really. That was, that was fitting.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, oh.
1: Well, well can day. I
0: ask you on all right? Look, I'm not trying to make like because obviously that was horrible. Like what would as a fan, what were you thinking in that mode? Let's actually spin it into that for a second. Let's let's take the clickbait and make it a little on the on the road segment here. Um, right, what's right, if Pat does tear his AC on that video, if if Zach to that point you lived it, what 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 are you yeah. feeling when one of your best pass rushers blows off half of his hand? Or right? like you at that point you didn't even know at the time, right? You just like yeah. it's right, mm-hmm. what like what's mm-hmm. the thought process there as a fan? I'm
2: going to a mini show, show versus street yeah. segment. Um, well, if uh, if I'm talking on the show, I'd say, I really hope he's all right. You know, 4th of July is festive and he, he's, uh, you know, proud of America. But then in my street, which is what I was thinking, was, what the F are you doing? Um, you're a paid uh-huh. athlete. Why do you have fireworks in your hands that you need to, like, you know, tackle and dig in and uh-huh. you get your lunch? But yeah, it was awful. Um, it's hard for me to talk about that. I get my blood pressure too high to be quiet. Yeah,
1: honest.
2: I remember my phone getting the ESPN alert late that night, and it was not. It was a very restless uh, night of sleep, needless to say.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, similar story. Chris Jones, uh, prior to the playoff game against the Texans, he hurt his knee uh, the Friday before the game, like dunking a toy basketball in the locker room. So similar story. Yeah, a toy basketball. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. you're a pro athlete maybe just stick to playing your sport well, a lot of
0: that stuff i i mean right that's that language is kind of tough but i was gonna say the obvious like stuff like fireworks like a lot of that stuff isn't it built yeah. in like <laughs> motorcycles skydiving like things like that are usually all you built can, into the yeah. contract that you can't do that yeah, yeah.
2: like like don't go uh, exactly. diving in cages with sharks like we, we don't need to dance with that <laughs> yeah yeah, I didn't feel too
0: good about that. The thing was, when I found out that Rodgers did that, it already had happened. So it's really like it's right. Everyone's like, "What do you think? What do you think?" I'm like, "Well, he's fine now." So like it's like, right? It's you know, it's yeah,
2: yeah. In that situation, it's like, all right, well, he's alive, so it's it's all right. You know, you probably didn't get too you know worked up over it, at right?
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. All right, but point, hey, we got a lot of football talk, so let's just roll into it. So yes, um, and right. So Bryson, you kind of alluded to it earlier. So the Hall of Fame game. Yes. Um, that always takes place in Canton, Ohio. Uh, I guess so. This year it was the Cowboys and the Steelers were going to play in it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. usually that first week in August. Um, but Shepherd mm-hmm. tweeted this morning, and I guess right, the rest of the football world kind of revolved around it. Um, yeah, so they won't have the game canceled, obviously due to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll have it in twenty twenty one instead. Mm-hmm. There's a. This is funny because there's a few. Well, not funny, but that that part's not funny. But the, what I was about to say is kind of me you know, having Mm -hmm. a hard time trying to get the segment rolling is going to be funny because there's a lot of different questions I have around this. And like one of them would be like, oh, do you guys actually care about this? But like, and I know the answer is no. I -hmm. think where everyone's going to say the same thing. I'm not going to waste your time. Be like, do you guys care? Because it's like, it's just nice seeing football on, of course. Mm -hmm. It's warm out. It's still like the middle of the summer. It's on, whatever. And then you put it on and and then you realize that half the guys playing are guys you've never even heard of and are going to get cut next week anyway. So you turn it off after the second series. Right, like, when Geno Smith's, like, starting the game, you're like, this is not – I'm not in this for the long haul.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, is. exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. It's more, I think, just ominous in the sense that it does just you a little worried for what comes after it. Like, are we going to have a season or not? Mm-hmm. But it's not like I'm actually upset about missing the Hall of Fame game. I haven't actually watched it in years. I always try to get excited for it, and then it starts, and I realize that it's terrible football. And it's just really not worth my time, I suppose. So, yeah,
2: yeah, I, I will say I was. Uh, there's an echo uh, I
0: heard that. Uh, I did hear the echo there.
2: Yeah, I was. Uh, honestly, I was upset to be quite honest with you because, oh, like, like Bryson, like you said, not not because the game, but because, like you said, what the after effects could yeah. mean. I know they're talking about. Uh-huh. I think limiting the preseason games now. So, and that obviously was the start of it, which I have no problem with that per se. But it's just mm-hmm. kind of alarming. Like, okay, what does this mean for the regular season? Could it? Yeah.
0: you know. So here's the problem. Now, I, I had a comment. I almost want to save it for a second because much the next thing I'm going to bring up is going to kind of stitch the two together. So mm-hmm. I'll look at it from this perspective, like kind of just looking at it from like a like a mood, like up or down, like kind of how you guys are saying. Like, I'm I'm somewhere in the middle, right? It's it's like Game of Thronesy, where like a like the walk the the the, um, the army of the dead took out a real tiny little village on on the living side, which is like, all right, that's not really a big deal. But at the same point, that's not encouraging. Like, now the thing's going to yeah. keep coming, right? It's Yeah, it's the same idea. It's all right, So, it's – I don't know. I think it doesn't really ma- – I think the question, right, is – I'm trying to go back. I'm having like a million thoughts running in my head because I guess my thought is, on the one hand, is this really necessary? No, not really, right? We, are, we all can agree that this game, right? The Packers played – I think it was supposed to be the Colts like three or four years ago and the turf was messed up so they didn't play. Oh. Right. Whatever. No one lost any sleep over it. But at the same point, you're right. It's just not good to say. And is it and is it any more of an indicator of what's mm-hmm. to come? Not even just in the preseason, like because, like my my optimistic self, as I kind of ramble on here, my optimistic self likes to think that okay, take this out, take rid of like you know, take uh, some of the preseason or whatever. But then you know, the real season be good with the fans and everything, right? Like I don't, yeah. I don't think this is like the sacrificial
1: lamb. Like I, am kind of with you. I feel like this is like sliding in the wrong direction. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, that's honestly a pretty good assessment of it here. And I mean, just what, after the hall of fame game, it's basically a month, month and a half until the regular season starts. Yeah. About a month. Yeah. About a month. I mean, are things going to be that much better four weeks after the hall of fame game? Like, are we going to have made significant headway? Uh, Doesn't really feel like it. And I don't know. And then not to be too much of a downer, but the hall of fame game really isn't that far away either. Like, it's almost July here. All of was August 8th, a month and a half out. So, yeah. that's a little By Maybe the way, I
0: just realized, I just had to drop this in here. Apparently, we're getting a thunderstorm, which I had no idea we're getting. So, if we lose power, which we always do, um, if you lose us and the whole broadcast goes out for everyone watching us, I do apologize in advance. Well, I just uh, had that
2: and it, and it we it passed all good. So we're hopefully, good? uh yeah, it's gonna come to you next.
1: But if we if we don't lose power, I'm sure you'll be all right.
0: And and Bryson, you probably yeah. saw it two days ago out there, so you know.
1: Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was kind of rainy here Wednesday, so yeah. There you go. All right, so we're all will all be okay, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Making it through rounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it kind of so that point I was gonna make earlier, like kind of stitching it together. So this this is what scares me. I, I just brought up the sweet the NFL having all these conversations and I, and I know they're kind of like phrasing it in the, well, we're just trying to cover our bases, which makes sense. Yeah. But this whole like selling advertising on these tarps to cover the field. Yeah. Or like, right, not, not the field covering, obviously the, the seating. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I guess the sports business journal, you know, reported that, that, you know, they're, they're shopping it right now. I don't, that scares me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that tells me that there will probably be football, but there's just might be either no fans or limited fans. Um, and actually talking about, gonna, we want to dive into the full fan thing. So the NFL, I think, is allowing the all, each NFL team and their localities, like in the counties and the states, determine if fans are going to be allowed in the stands or if they're going to be allowed to have 100% of the fans or 20% of the fans. It's going to be a state-by-state basis. So wow. could you, could you imagine going <laughs> to Arrowhead – being in a weight team, going to Arrowhead or Lambeau at 100% capacity, and then you got to go play like if we're, we're the Giants, and then we got to play at home with 15% capacity. The advantage the teams are going to have with.
0: Okay. Well, I love th- All right. Else. This is a sec. Now this is a okay. sec. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Because yeah. you love this as a Packers fan because they're, they're literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, that's great. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it almost makes every, like, if you're the Los Angeles Chargers, it really doesn't change anything for you. It'll <laughs> it. And now That's a lot true. of other teams will get to experience what it's like to play for the Chargers, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Or, like, teams in Florida
2: are going to have a full house, too, right? Because Florida's pretty much wide open, or at least, yeah, they, at least right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
2: But yeah, I know. that's a great point about the Chargers, unfortunately. And they're building that new stadium. So hopefully something yeah. changes for them. But fingers so, crossed,
1: I suppose. Yeah. That's
0: that <laughs> is I, see, I feel like is there not to be that guy now, but to be like the Boy Scout. But is that kind of not fair? I feel like they should have a number for everybody. Uh, and, right, because your is- like you said you can't just go to Lambeau or somewhere like that
1: and then you know turn around. Yeah. Like you're if, you're the, if you're a New York team and you're playing at 15% capacity or 0% capacity, and then suddenly you're going to the Midwest, like as if playing the Packers or the Chiefs isn't hard enough, like all of a sudden there's <laughs> also 80,000 fans there sharing them on so. which you're
2: not used to
0: seeing too like that's yeah. the other thing it's not even like well this like what if that was like your first game like so your first seven games there's no fans and you have to play that game which you kind of need to win it's like oh i mean yeah. i guess we're kind
1: of making t- a little bit but yeah but yeah, i mean you like, gotta think yeah. about it these guys are pros most of them played at like high level d1 schools like if you played in the sec you're playing in front of a hundred thousand people every saturday but that's a good yeah. point yeah yeah I-
2: Something like that will probably have to get regulated. Um, If it's not, if it doesn't, I mean, that'd be pretty, pretty insane, to to be honest, like a fan (laughs) perspective. But yeah, I'm sure there will be some type of regulations. But I thought that was a pretty interesting fact that they're kind of, you know, as of right now, they were going to just leave it up to the states and the counties to determine that.
1: I feel like it's gotta be a a, a across the board thing. I feel like that just makes more sense from the league's perspective. Yeah. You
0: can't, you can't have that. Not even, I like what Josh, Josh has joined us in the chat. A little Jay Beltran action night. Oh, Mr. Um, Beltran. Yeah. Um, So so he wants to know how long uh, would you guys uh, wait until you consider going? I mean, so Josh, I'm not going to lie. As long as like, it's financially feasible for me. I'll take that question, I guess, first, as I'm just kind of running with it. Yeah. Um, right. The Packers will letting people into Lambo. I'm, I'm going to try to get to a game. I don't care, right? Like, yeah.
1: so I'm, I've had to work during way. this
0: pandemic. I, I I think I can go to a football game.
1: I, I was going to say, it's different for everyone. I feel like out east, it's a lot different for you guys than it is here in the Midwest. But, I mean, I really haven't been personally affected. I don't really know anyone who's even been infected with COVID. So, I would definitely go to Arrowhead assuming things stay the way they are or if they improve now if something like got drastically worse i'd probably change my mind you know but the way things stand right now i'm going to arrowhead yeah um yeah. Uh, lucky for luckily for me uh karen at least like you have to fly so that's kind of
2: another step you'd have to check off your list to get to lambo um bryson you can drive to arrowhead obviously too so yeah. for me yes yeah, because that's I not maybe smart a little... you got
0: an uber baby
2: <laughs> well... <laughs> sorry, I had a, I, I, that joke was on the table i had a sorry uber everywhere man <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, but because I could drive and I'm, you know, I would totally go whenever. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. So,
0: well, I'll yeah. even just take it from there with that. Cause it's like, honestly, if I'm going to be in a, in a, in a stadium full of fans, like the flight, it's just another brick in the wall at that point. Yeah. Right. I,
2: I, yeah. I mean, uh, Nina just flew back from Denver and she said, they're not circulating any air on the planes at all right now. And you have to wear a mask the whole time. So it's like, she said, it's like horrible. Like you're just sweating. You're like dying the whole time. The nice thing with a flight to Lambeau, well. it's like an hour and a half. Or a yeah, but I don't do
0: well with that because I have to fly tomorrow. Who did you fly with?
2: American. Oh, thank
0: God, they're the worst, and they cut alcohol. No, 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 I'm not with them. I'm, I'm with Southwest tomorrow. Thank God. I'm sorry. Well, Southwest, I think,
2: is probably one of the better ones from a customer service perspective. Oh yeah, they actually care.
0: They treat you like a human being. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I say well, this, and I
2: fly with American whenever I travel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because we have to most of the time, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not, we're not. Uh, big time ballers, right? I'll tell you, when Sidetrack takes off, we can, we'll go and, and pick our airlines to start off. You know, there you know, go. we won't use American, <laughs> even though they're the most convenient. Of course we will, but I, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but all right, all right. But
0: getting back to football, right? So it's funny, I have a, like a bunch of different questions uh, that I want to get to, but it's funny. So let's start with this. So we're talking about that Hall of Fame game for a second and, and right, we can BS our way around that and just be like, oh, what's your favorite thing about Canton, guys? No, let's skip all that. All right, let's just look at the two teams that we're going to play in it. Right, the Cowboys and the Steelers. Both are kind of intriguing teams to me when mm-hmm. you look at them from the overall perspective, right? Because the a- the AFC North to me is a little bit of just an enigma in a mm-hmm. sense, right? Because I can't imagine the Ravens are going to be as good. we got loyal uh, JT TV. Let's go. We got let's go. We got the whole chat rolling. There we go. Um, right. Yeah. So uh, to that point, though, I think. Um, it's tough and then you look at the Cowboys right they're the team that everyone laughs at Bryce I, I say this a lot on our mm-hmm. show they're the, they're the team that everyone laughs at and you say oh right well you know they were nine and seven they sucked." Jason Garrett ah uh, you know with the clapping yeah. stuff yeah you can't have your cake and eat it too because then all of a sudden they just got a new coach which yeah. if Jason Garrett was that bad then all of a sudden wouldn't that by logic mean they're going to be a lot better if they have the talent like that's Mm-hmm. You can't be something you can't keep making the joke. Oh, well, they have all the talent. They just can't put it together. Well, they got a guy. They just put a new guy in charge that has proven he can put it together.
1: And now mm-hmm. he's in charge of putting it together for them. So that's scary to me. Yeah. Uh, so I guess you'd be the expert on Mike McCarthy, right? Kieran, the new Cowboys coach. Yeah. I, what do you think of that hire for them? Do you think he's going to put Dak on the fast track to being an elite quarterback? Do you think Dak's already there? I mean... I'm with the, the chat. I think the Cowboys are, are going to be good with
0: him because I think people forget uh-huh. that. And I was saying this on our show earlier in the week. I think people kind of forget that, you know, he was there before Rogers and Rogers mm-hmm. became Rogers under his, like, and I'm not, right, I'm not trying to yeah. say that. Oh, you right. But, but there's something to be said about how he developed him. Right. Uh-huh. So I think it's just such a lazy take to for everyone to be like, well, he had Aaron Rodgers. It's like, yeah. yeah, he did. But you know, mm-hmm. right. They went to the, they went to the playoffs every year. Every time I watch these games, they replay on TV. It, they sh- it just shows me like how – like especially how bad that Packers defense was like in the mid-2010s. Like, you know, uh-huh. awful. So, to that point, I mean, Zach, you saw it. You guys ran rings around him in the playoffs. It was great, right, for him? Um <laughs> no, So, I, I don't know. I think they have the talent. That's what's scary. Now, the, the biggest thing – and I'm not trying to be that guy making another – like a lazy take with this. My biggest question mark, and it always is with, with Dallas, is – is Jerry Jones going to let me step out of the way? And I think he is. That's why I think they hired McCarthy. That's what scares me. I think they're just kind of like, look, I'm getting older. Do it how you want to do it. Let's. I just want to win a ring before, you know. Like So that, that's kind of where – that's my mindset. Yeah.
2: You think he is, even with all, like, the Dak back and forth and all that? Like, the negotiations and bickering? I would hope so because he's what's holding the team back, like you said. Well, um, that's like,
0: actually my other question mark. Is Dak
1: good? You know what I mean? A- yeah, that's the white. what the $30 million question, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm not gonna. You know s- what? That really, he, he came on hot that rookie year, and I was kind of slow to warm up to him. And after that rookie year, I was kind of a believer, and then he's been nothing but mediocre. I don't wanna say he's been bad, he's had highs, he's had lows, a little inconsistent, but it, there's talent there. Can you win a ring with him? Maybe if you surround him with the right supporting cast. And it seems like they're trying to do that. Uh, yeah, and looking at the chat, I, I
0: see, that's the thing I agree. I think McCarthy could t- turn him into a pro bowler. like because that kind of has the tools to me to not be bad. Yeah. Like he's not bad, that's, right? We don't laugh at him. Yeah. Like, and it's like, actually I was going to bring up Trubisky in a little bit in the show and we can bring it yeah. up in a second. Uh, but right. Like I'll make jokes, especially as a Packers fan.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll
0: laugh about, you know, obviously him throwing interceptions or fumbling, et cetera. Right. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. make a ton of bad plays. He yeah. just doesn't maybe make the great one or the good one uh-huh. sometimes. Uh-huh. And that's what, like, yeah. you know, he overthrows a guy. Like, things like yeah. that, right? Um, yeah. Not yeah, managing
2: I, the clock well. Yeah. So, yeah do Zach. I, he's in your division. Well, I think, uh, like, if you look at Zach statistically, he actually ranks up fairly well. I think he was yeah. – I, I might be getting these mixed, but he was either second in yards or second in touchdowns or fourth in yards or I, fourth in touchdowns. I
1: led the lead in yards last year. Didn't he have a 5,000 yard season? Oh, I think was James, 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 James. Led, did, but I, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. It was number two in yards then. Um, yes.
2: Yeah. And I think true. he was fourth in touchdowns, Um, which I mean, stats aren't everything uh-huh. by any means like winning is the ultimate factor, of course. But I think, but like we're yeah. all saying, I think the talents there, I think with McCarthy, well, with what the yeah. chat's saying as well with McCarthy, that intelligence, I think he's going to groom him. Jason Garrett, kind of did that I can't talk bad about Jason Garrett too much because he's now on my team so um I think McCarthy is is a is good I mean he had to, he had to take a year off I think he's going to come back and really groom Dak and I mean they get they got with CeeDee Lamb, Gallup, Kieran I you're high on uh, Michael Gallup yeah, this year I am Amari Cooper you know Zeke obviously yeah. um and I mean Blake yeah. Jarwin their tight end I mean not a big name but he showed flashes I feel like and I you know a couple
0: fans here and there. And I'll I'll paint another picture for you. And, and it's so okay. So Lil T.J. uh TCB in the chat. So, all right, so he's a Cowboys fan and a Longhorns fan. Okay, there you go. A little we'll hook them right? You know, yeah. at, that's one of the places when we talked last week. We were actually doing a segment last week where we were talking about stadiums we wanted to see in college sports. Mm-hmm. And that was that was one of Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing that's interesting because I've been swirling around this thought in my head: like, what's Mike McCarthy gonna do with uh with wow, it's funny, I always said the wrong name. But I was going to say but Zeke, right? Yeah. And what I was saying the wrong name, but where I was going with that was – I kept thinking in my head, well, McCarthy, that's this one knock in my world. Tight ends and running backs haven't really been like the two sexy places for the Packers in the last decade. Mm-hmm. But I kind of thought about Eddie Lacy, and I was like, well, Eddie, when Eddie Lacy wow. was you know, on a diet, he actually looked really, really, really good <laughs> in that wow. offense. Amon Green? Amon Green? Yeah. Was, was, that, oh, was that McCarthy? Right? That was a little.
1: Oh, it was right at the cars end. Cars. Yeah, it was right, right, right,
0: oh, yeah. right. They hit the Grant, baton off. I do know. I think he was there for like a year or two. Yeah, Ryan Grant, that's a good one. Yeah, exactly. But I mean that big body running people over like Zeke, Ken, yeah. that's see, that's what's interesting to me. And I th- I think it's gonna work with, with him and, and I think you talked about Michael Gallup, Zach. I think right, I think you saw how McCarthy got all those receivers cooking in green Bay, James Jones, Randall Cobb, yeah. right? Like yeah. they, they just went after the next, they would come in there and it would work. So mm-hmm. I think he can make it work. Uh, now here's the interesting thing. And I'd love to hear from chat on this. So your whole division's intriguing. Let's, uh, let's go to that here for a second. Right. So, yeah. um, it's funny. Cause I have five questions. Oh, I had five questions actually for you guys and I will run through them. So I'll actually merge one and two together. Cause it kind of goes to the same thing. Um, But I think that uh, when you look at the NFC East, the Redskins to me are a very intriguing team.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you more, Zach. Why don't you? You're you're the best person I could turn to, and I'm so glad this is the moment in time because we're all on the show together. Tell me what you think of Ron
2: Rivera, just from like an overall. Not to put you on the spot, but I feel like you can speak well to it. I, th- I like Ron Rivera a lot. Um, obviously, he has that military background, so he runs a pretty tight ship uh, from a coaching and management perspective of the mm-hmm. team with personalities and just play calling and culture. Uh, so I really like that about him. Uh, I actually had a friend who was on the Panthers uh, practice squad at one point in time, and uh, he told me that Rivera goes out of his way to make sure he builds relationships with each player, whether you're on the, on the practice squad or you're you know the Cam Newton of the team, You know, for example, mm-hmm. the Panthers. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a great culture shock for that organization. I think they they beefed up the defense, obviously drafting Chase Chase Young. That defensive line is probably going to be, you know, they already had a pretty pretty tough defensive line as it is. So I think adding him, obviously, is going to make them even even tougher. Uh, the biggest thing for me with the Redskins is I'm not a believer I'm not a believer of Dwayne Haskins. So yeah. that's well, that the was biggest that, thing. So that was
0: my other that, question. Yeah. So I'll, I'll
2: merge it and real quick, Bryce. Not to cut you off. I was going to say. You're so fine. who's their quarterback week one? Prop, you know. Kyle, I mean, Kyle Allen. <laughs> I mean, they brought him there for a reason, right? I mean, Kyle Allen yeah. started off what five and zero in the first five games when uh, last season. Yeah, with Carolina, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, he he obviously already has a. Yeah, uh, How'd they some, finish?
0: Like, yikes! <laughs> no, I know. Once they got like, tape uh, on him, that didn't look so hot.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like he's got a, you know relationship with Ron I feel like and that could be something that might but that could also push Dwayne Haskins to be better than what he is it could it could fuel him but we'll, we'll see how he reacts to that well it's probably yeah I
1: don't know I mean not to interrupt it just seems like I like Rivera he's an Andy Reid guy uh clearly he's had a lot of success in the league no one you can't coach a team to the Super Bowl and be a bad coach I feel like you have to have some level of talent and ability there. And I mean, Dwayne Hastings was a top 10 pick for a reason, but he looked very rough last year. So I don't know if that's because he was young, if that speaks to sort of the The Redskins factor. The Redskins Redskins virus. (laughs) It's like. Back to the day they had the USC factor. Like, the Redskins factor is the exact opposite of that. Like, you go there as a talented player, and you're just objectively worse for whatever. <laughs> hey, look
2: yeah. at Landon Collins, Josh Norman. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Right, exactly. Pierre uh, Garçon. <laughs> Alex Smith, how's he doing nowadays? Okay, uh, well, that was a little different. He actually was fairly competent playing quarterback there, and I think that speaks to his career as a whole, but it's well, just –
0: and I think, and looking at the chat too, because here's the thing what
1: you guys uh-huh. are getting at and what the
0: chat's saying, it's interesting because you're talking about the Redskins' culture. It's been, it's, I was, I was about to say something horrible. I was like, I was going to say, I was going to say, it's dog, dog doo doo. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, I was, but I just want to let it out and just let it fly. But because uh-huh. it, it, <laughs> that's how bad, that's how bad their culture's been. But yeah. to that point, to your, like you said, Zach, military background, look at what, what he did in Carolina and turned them around. They were horrible too. And they mm-hmm. went 15 and one, what, a second year there. Right, yeah. He won Coach of the Year, or the, like the comeback, or something like that. He yeah. won some award his first year because he really brought him back. So I think there's a chance that you know they could be pretty good,
1: right? Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah.
0: so so that's that's
1: yeah. That's what I mean, forgetting about Chase. Like Chase Young seems like a real blue chipper. Mm-hmm. That was but one I, of the best college players I've ever seen. Here's here's where here's where I ask the question. I'm not trying to be that guy, but it's
0: like okay, we're talking about Ron Rivera. But Ron Rivera doesn't suffer fools. And, like, mm-hmm. where – I don't know where Ron Rivera's line is, but I have to imagine somewhere between, like, taking selfies in the stands with fans during games, like with what Dwayne Haskins was doing and some of those videos, like, on the sideline and all that. Yeah.
1: that's.
0: I feel like that's – you know, that's yeah, – you know, that's I, where – I feel the like line. that speaks
1: a lot to his immaturity. And I guess if you're going to say glass half full here, Ron Rivera would be the guy to sort of instill a sense of maturity – in a young, talented quarterback.
2: Yeah. I I was just about to say that, Bryson, that. And, and, you know, if he didn't think Dwayne was going to be the guy from what he saw, um, he would have probably made a bigger splash than Kyle Allen in free agency. So exactly, it's a great point. Yep. Or
1: he could have taken a different job, too.
2: Or that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: laughing at Loyalty James, right. He's he's definitely carrying the chat right now for us. Well, no, absolutely, I'm surprised no, we that love he it.
2: thinks that he yeah. thinks it's either the Redskins or the Eagles will make it out of the division. I'm surprised that he's that the Redskins are that high on his on his list. I mean, I respect it, but I'm surprised. Well, hey. I think it
0: just goes to the point you were saying about Ron Rivera, yeah. right? Because they're not bad. I mean, think about when Alex Smith like got hurt, they were mm-hmm. winning the the NFC East that year.
1: They were, Not they, like they
0: were leading the NFC. Yeah. Uh, that's like, saying it like that makes it sound like they were on their way to having it, you know, winning. Yeah. It. Um, yeah. No, where right? was, I think they were what, like six and two, six and They Beat the Packers. I remember that? That was. Yeah, like, they're doing a real well. game. But, all right, <laughs> let me. This is my other thing about Dwayne Haskins. I just, I hate this stuff. Like, I'll post like these workout videos. Like, here it is. Like, and he's just throwing it, like someone wide open in high school, and it's just, I, you know. Yeah. Who really? I'm never. Show I'm me, never so a fan of these quarterback workout NFL videos because, yeah. like.
2: Show it on the field. That's that's kind yeah. of my thing, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. there's a difference yeah. between uh, workout speed and and pad speed and and game yeah. time speed, all that. So this yeah. is like this is a chump change.
0: All right, but t- So let's answer because I feel like I kind of we danced around it. The question uh-huh. being, who's under center? But, but let's pretend injuries and blah blah blah. That's all out of the picture. Week one, who's under center for the Redskins?
2: Haskins. Yeah, that's all I'm thinking. I'm going to say Haskins, but I think he's got a tight. I think he's got a tight leash. Yeah, for sure. Like if they go out and start 0-2 and,
1: and or 0-3, then Kyle Allen or they're going to make a move to get someone else. See, I think I will say I think that would be the worst thing to do is to say, OK, you're 0-2. You're done. You mm-hmm. lost the job. I feel like with a, with a young quarterback, you're going to take lumps. and I feel like it's almost smarter to take those lumps and let him build from them rather than just say, nope, you're done just whipping them out of the game true with quarterbacks you don't want to kill that confidence it can be a career buster if that happens yeah i'm still
2: living in the uh last season when eli went 0 and they were like all right you're done and then they threw Dan. <laughs> so i'm still in that cutthroat mentality i gotta get i gotta lay off gotcha. Of i gotcha
0: I I there's something about it's the, it's the extracurricular non stuff like i was saying like 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 yeah. like the taking the pictures in the state like that's the stuff that does not fly on the rivera ship so that yeah. to me it's it's and I'm not trying to be that guy and like use that one example, that instance, but I'm more saying like if that's the Dwayne Haskins, even if he's working out playing well, like that will end quicker. If he's, if Ron has that chat with him, is like, listen, man, you have the tools, but you can't be doing that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And right, he's like, next year when I like take over, no more of this and right, clean slate. And they run in there and he's not like that. And like, I think he's a much higher chance of yeah. being there and being able to take those lumps. I think basically how he is as a leader is really what's going to ultimately de- de- like determine how long his leash is.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, yep, you're exactly right. So, so, so who wins the division then? Mm. That's a really good question. A lot of Cowboys talk, a lot of Redskins talk. I think the Birds have a good chance. Truthfully, I think the Eagles have a good chance to win that division, depending on Carson Wentz's health, obviously.
0: So yeah. you're you're not wrong. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, and I'm not I'm not coming at it from a negative negative perspective. For yeah. me, I just have. So I'll give the negative. Outlook kind of for the Eagles first, and then I'll get the positive one to, to kind of bring it back to the middle. Wow. My The question marks, I there's just a lot of question marks I have. Not that one. I'm just saying I have questions, right? Like I would say, how deep is your line if things like right if things don't go yeah. well? Uh, I know they always seem to kind of make it work because they have such a good part of the front of their, of their front seven, <laughs> like on the, on the defensive line, that like they can kind yeah. of put linebackers in like that Gary guy and stuff. But at the same point, I still yeah. say to myself, who are your linebackers? And then I ask myself, is your secondary that good? Do you feel good that that Jim Schwartz is going to have another year of that scheme out there that everyone's been seeing? You know, like things like that are the questions I have. Then you also have the other perspective. They obviously drafted a ton of wide receivers, which I think a couple of them will hit like Rager. I liked Rager a lot Mm -hmm. uh, for the record, but to that point, I'm basically saying they got a hit, right? Uh So, and then when you mix that all together. That's a lot of things where I'm saying they, they got to go. Like, some of those, like a lot of those have to go well in a division that's so competitive. Now, on the flip side, I think what you saw with Doug Peterson did it last year, and this is the, the, the thing, the positivity I'm bringing back. He's such a good coach. I mean, yep. he need Boston Scott, Greg Ward Jr. Like, those are guys now that we're talking about this year being like, well, the Eagles have Greg Ward Jr. as a wide receiver. That's dependable. Boston Scott's a dependable back, right? That's Doug yeah. Peterson, right? Yeah. And I think also getting rid of Mike Rother' their offensive coordinator, I think that is really going to help them a lot. So I definitely think there's a lot of positives that happened over their offseason. I'm not saying they're like, they're, they're not in good shape. I'm almost just saying that I feel like the pro like everyone around them got better mm-hmm. and there's just some question marks that I have for them. So I just don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. Like a lot of people were saying it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So
2: loyalty, uh, JTTV, he's brought up a couple times about Jalen hurts. And I mean, that's, that's another thing. I think that's an X factor. I don't, to me, Jalen Hurts isn't the be- doesn't have the best arm and accuracy or like decision making, but I think he's got the talent and some athleticism that the Eagles could absolutely mm-hmm. use to their advantage. And you know, whether it be a wildcat or maybe in certain positions where to help Wentz, you know, not risk his body as much as Wentz does mm-hmm. <laughs> and do those injuries. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that I think is going to re- really propel the offense. Um,
1: yeah, it's a bizarre pick. It's I guess it means they. It's good insurance for a quarterback who's had a history of injuries. I think, relative to where they draft him. I mean, I I was sort of confused by it, truthfully. But if you want a steady backup, I mean, Jalen Hurts okay, seems like but- a guy who could be a steady backup. Here's my thing that you say,
0: uh, uh, in, like injury history. He's had three injuries, Or yeah. I guess, technically with his hand before that. But like, still, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but all right. But looking at loyalty, Jay's question. So right in the chat. So we got, um in your opinion, who's going to win the NFC South? That's a great question. That's one we've, we've kind of danced around, I feel like, in the last few months. Like, right, like, we've just been like, oh, it's going to be exciting to talk about the NFC South once football season starts. Hmm. Right, like, here we are. Let's dive into it. Like, because now it's starting to become real. And, Zach, I'll let you you kick it off because, right, you wrote that article uh, that was really good, just basically outlined that you don't think the Bucks are uh, – they're all that, you know, per se.
2: Yeah. I don't think the Bucks are going to be as good as what people think. I mean, yeah, obviously Tom Brady's Tom Brady, but this is an aging Tom Brady who is not prime Tom Brady in my opinion uh their defense is also yeah they got Shaq Barrett that's the probably the flashiest person they have in their defense and yeah yep. JPP obviously but like you know he's, he's hot and cold um I think it's the Saints I, I mean yep. I just think it's the Saints they have too much talent on offense and I think their defense um not like too many big big names I would say on the defense per se but they seem to get the job done I would say they do a decent job um, just Drew, Drew Brees, I feel like, is just so consistent with his just his performance year in, year out. Michael Todd, I mean, this is surrounding staff for me.
1: I, you know. I, I'd agree. I'd have to agree 100%. The Saints seem like far and away the best organization top to bottom in that division. I'm not high on Tampa just because I feel like it's all hype. Uh, let me see some actual results. This is the first time Tom Brady will be in a new system for the history of his career. Uh, playing with new receivers. I mean, Gronk's coming off retirement and a couple injury-riddled seasons when he was playing. Uh, You know, your quarterback's 40-odd years old. What are you really expecting? Like, you're a Super Bowl contender just because he has a great resume? I mean, as as a Chiefs fan, we got Joe Montana in the early 90s. And we got (laughs) one and a half years out of him. And that was like a small miracle. And he was in his mid-30s. So let's add an extra decade on top of that, you know? It just – it doesn't make sense to me. I think as a dark horse, I'd put the Falcons in there too. See, that's that's yeah. what I'm starting to think. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Matt Ryan's been an MVP. Julio Jones seems like he could bounce back. They have like 11 first-round picks uh, in their offense. Like, yeah,
0: and – it's yeah. if you want to do like a sh- so we actually so, so Bryce we do this thing on uh, Tuesdays we call a segment show versus street where we give like our like our professional like on the show opinion and then, like if we're like nine beers in watching it like in the living room screen the TV. yeah exactly yeah. that's the that's yeah. the street opinion like we do through the uh-huh. street um, but but I would say um, my question like so. <sighs> When you look at the NFC South, what's so interesting to me is that you could really say something tremendous about like why the team, like why all four teams could win, but yeah. I seriously could sit there and give you a full reason why they're definitely not going to win either. So it's oh, very and <laughs> I'll it. so hot I'll go and off of with your right, yeah, and, and I'll go off and of basically to regurgitate what you guys both said about the the Falcons and the Saints. It's the same thing, right? Quarterback that's you know forty and you know, getting older yeah. up there, right? Huh. And the, and then. I think let's look at the box for a second, right? I'm not trying to be—I'm not a super big Jameis guy, but at the same point, right? Yeah, he did throw like Zach. Basically, the point we said it was either last week or earlier this week. I was saying, Bryson, when you take out the the five horrific times, the the cringing Michael Scott office mo- type moments where you cringe, yeah, uh, turnovers he has. Besides that, he could sling it a little bit. I'm not—I'm uh-huh. not trying to come off as like Jameis Winston's guy. I don't think he was the greatest leader for the box and yeah. like all of that. I don't think like, but he's not a bad passer he's not a bad quarterback
1: well where's he at he's in new orleans right now too and i think if he wants to revive his career that's probably a good spot for him yeah Uh, that wasn't a bad signing for them i guess maybe as i think about it you could almost make the argument now that because Jameis was so bad just replacing him with a dude who's not going to turn the ball over five times a game might actually make tampa a lot more competitive than we think but that's true. I necessarily subscribe to that line of thinking, but it's a way to think about it, I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Loyalty,
2: uh, Loyalty, Jay, you're exactly right. And we were talking, like my article says about the defense. Um, it's, yeah. like I said, Shaq Barrett, 19 and a half sacks. That's great. But that's extremely difficult to duplicate, you know, year after year. Yeah. And yeah. produce that. Um, the other two names you got. Jason Pierre Paul and Carl Nassib are your your other top two defensive threats for, for the most part on that defense. And uh,
0: and their secondary, I can't really name anyone in it.
2: Yeah, I forget um who led them in interceptions, but they only had he only had three picks, I think, which in the, a, a see lot of teams is playing that much. Right. Not she,
0: right. That's that's a tough one on a Thursday It's, it's night. a hyphenated last name. I remember Let's looking see. at it, and I forget. Alexa, <laughs> who led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in interceptions in the 2019, 2020 season?
1: Sorry. I don't know that one.
0: See, she doesn't that even know. That was a lot. I kind of I threw oh, a lot at her. Maybe. Yeah, who led, the, too much. Alexa, who led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in interceptions? This might answer your question. The Buccaneers finished the season ranked 17th in defensive interceptions with
1: 12. Did that answer your question?
0: Well, it actually helped a little bit, wasn't it? it? it was, a little bit. I'm not going to give her credit for that, but but um, no, it wasn't a bad answer, right? Uh it's okay, yeah. yeah. Right. And that's the thing. Right? They, need, like, they need to cover somebody. Like they're the type of team that I can see winning games, but are they gonna win games in January? Yeah. Right? They're the type of team, right? I can see them going 10 and 6. Mm-hmm. And, and to loyalty Jay's point, like like who's covering the big receiver right in the divisional round, right? When like DK yeah. Metcalf's going off for the Seahawks, right? Yeah. Or Michael Thomas for the Saints or Devontae Adams for the Packers or, or, yeah. or George
1: Kittle, right, as a tight end for the 49ers. Yeah. Like, who's stopping that? Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a Really great question, and I don't really have the answer either. I feel like they've had troubles with their secondary literally since the year they brought in Darrell Revis, which was like a decade ago. Yeah, since <laughs> Rondé Barber left, basically. Rondé Barber yet. was their
2: last. <laughs>
1: How long has he been out of the league now? I I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in the Tampa organization. I feel like you can make much better arguments for even the Panthers than mm. Tampa to be competitive.
0: Well, see, they're... They're flying a little close to that college sun to my liking, and I'm not even just saying yeah. that because ironically enough, so I went to Temple, right? Yes. And, and it's basically Temple North Carolina, the satellite campus down there, the Charlotte satellite campus. <laughs> there okay, now. yeah. Right, Phil Snow's a defensive coordinator. Um, right. Oh God, Sean Murphy at three—that was it. I don't knew. I mean, Sean Murphy. I, yeah, I bear, what Matt rules the head coach, right?
1: You'd oh be yeah. So like us. right like yeah. and,
0: and and Teddy's their cor- to me. If Matt rules a great coach, which he might be, I'm not saying he's not a lot. It's all that. That's right. We can almost nip that in the bud and say, if Matt rules a really, really, really special coach, they're going to be great somehow. And then we'll all be like, wow, wow. That was, I didn't see that coming. Or they're going to be terrible. So I think it's one or the other. And then the Falcons, the Falcons are that team. So I said, this was the analogy I used earlier. um, I forget when we were talking about the Zach. but, but Bryson, you, you know, Hey, it's back in the day, right? The Kieran analogies. So they're the team where last year there was that big fight between like this, you know, they're at the party, the drunk fight happened between them and, and their partner. Right. Like, and that's Dan Quinn yeah. and Falcons where it was like, right. Like halfway through the season, it was, yeah. like, it was like, is he even going to make it to yeah. next week? Right. Uh-huh. That was the thing. And then there's this whole Holyo Jones thing saying, no, no, no. Like we are the ones that actually suck. And like, don't, don't fire Dan Quinn. And then they turn around, they beat the 49ers out in San Fran. Yeah. They still weren't good. And they didn't no. really like salvage their season. But, They did just enough for us to kind of forget that they sucked that first half of that season last year. They really sucked. And basically what I feel like when people try to sell me that the Falcons are like going to be good with Dan Quinn still is I feel like it's kind of this idea that, okay – it's like a couple that's fighting and now they're like, no, 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 no. We talked about it after the the, the party. We, we worked it out like, you know, because we were both. We're, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> kind of Like, you guys going to Chick-fil-A the next day and getting hung over breakfast and just kind of working it out for the next week. That's not I don't know how much that's, that's gonna carry over for the term. I mean, like they're not winning the Super Bowl out. with that.
2: Yeah. Like basically
0: yeah. I'm like, when you're when you're tug of war and you're like all oh, but your ankles are over
1: the line to lose, and then you drag the rope back a little bit, doesn't mean you're close to winning the tug of war battle. <laughs> It's, it's like the buddy in a toxic relationship who everyone knows that it's not going to work out in the long run. When they didn't win the Super Bowl, that was your moment. Like, okay, it's not going to work. And the buddy just <laughs> will not quit. <laughs> he got left to the altar, but he's sticking with the girl. That's what yeah. this is. Yeah. My,
2: my biggest question is, is Todd Gurley, like does he still have anything left in those knees to really be a big factor for them? I mean, he's a talented guy, but it, does he have enough to –
0: the, I love the I love comment too in the chat too i i love that rule i mean I yeah, that's sure. the thing i really think he might be like successful it just what scares me about this whole thing is it's feel it's funny because i'm not even trying to be that guy as a temple guy i'm just kind of sitting there i'm thinking they're doing kind of what chip kelly did where he brought a lot of oregon guys in to the eagles yeah. i mean he did right i'm not sure I, yeah. I thought it was going to work and this is a lot of, like great right, robbie anderson's going down there now right like and keith kirkwood's on the team now um uh tier whiteheads whether linebackers so like it's basically temple two point wow. Robbie Anderson did
2: you say Robbie yeah 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 <laughs> so it's like you know
0: yeah. you start thinking PJ Walker's obviously a backup quarterback now so it's just like there's uh, yeah that just scares there's a lot of temple in there and I'll be the one to tell you I they didn't they didn't win the national championship. So you know <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to be that guy because you could also spit it back and say that he's just a really good developer, right? And this is a good thing yeah. for him and it could be I'm just I'm just
2: pointing out that that caveat if you will. Yeah you know? mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, good and point. they still have Christian McCaffrey, obviously. So, uh, yes. that's, that's a
0: good point. That's their really offense right point. there, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, but so let's 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 keep uh, let's keep it in the um, actually let's move over to the AFC here for a second. And Bryce, I want I want your thoughts on this. Okay. Because every year, I always project one team or one player, and usually I link them together to suck. I'm uh-huh. like, last year it was actually the Ravens because, like, I saw I just saw Lamar Jackson his rookie year playoff game against the chargers Uh and it was a horror show and i just didn't i just didn't think i thought everyone was overbuying on his stock and i was so wrong about that last year obviously as he won the mvp and the ravens were great going 14 and 2 yeah. Zach, remember I was saying I was like under eight and a half wins for the Ravens. That's free money. That was, uh, I was with you. I yeah, with yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I mean, not, you know, I, I, yeah, but I also was probably like, come on, get on the bus. Come on, you know, grabbing your hand, like dragging yeah. you on with me. Like, I drank the
1: Kool Aid. I was it. I was with it though.
0: Man. <laughs> it was, uh, it was a moment. So, so Bryce, I have one of these every year. I feel like where I'm yeah. just not, not just wrong. I'm dead ass wrong. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like Drew Locke has the making of that cuz I don't <laughs> think he's going to be good and I think the Broncos are going to suck with him but yet somehow even loading his highlights up I couldn't help but think I this is has the all the makings for me to just be so wrong and they like win a wild card game or something this year
1: that's fair I wouldn't so Drew Locke is a local Kansas City kid um he seemed like he had all the tools in Missouri, but sort of underproduced, which is very normal for Missouri quarterbacks to do. <laughs> um, having said that, the team seems to 100% believe in him. I mean, for the last few years, they've been used to winning games with absolutely nothing at quarterback. So if Drew Lott can go in there and literally just throw for 300 yards and two touchdowns, that's a pretty scary defense behind him. I mean, there are tools for – and they – what? They drafted uh, – did they draft? Jerry Judy out of Alabama. Yeah, yeah and KJ Hamlin, yeah. too. Yep. Hamler. I mean,
2: they drafted hey, some records. Cortland there's... Sutton is, is, Cortland, is yeah, really good. He's another good. guy that
1: people are excited
2: about.
0: It. And I kind of am, too, from a fantasy perspective. Noah offense
2: a good tight end. Very speedy. Noah offense a
0: good tight end. I mean, I hate to Melvin say it, Gordon,
1: just...
2: Melvin Gordon? Melvin. Phil,
0: Lindsay. I'm not high
1: on Melvin Gordon, but I've played he, a lot and of games. And... just yes.
0: – it's not, it's not a nobody back there. That it's can not help. nobody. There's a lot of
1: talent on offense. There's a lot of talent on defense. I wouldn't be surprised if they had a wild card berth. I mean, really? I hate to say that. I really hate to say that as a Chiefs fan. I would not be surprised if they could sneak into the wild card. Especially with the extra spot, too. Exactly. I forgot we have the extra playoff game this year, Hmm. the extra spot. So it could definitely happen. I mean, the AFC is not super – there's not a lot of depth there. you got the Chiefs, you have the Ravens, and then who are the other elite teams in the AFC this year? So – Someone's That's just got nice. to win nine games, you know, Denver to do it. So, but, Okay, but I guess right that all,
0: it Drew Locke's like a Paxton Lynch. Yeah. And they're not making the playoffs. But I think he's already shown that he's not Paxton Lynch. He's he has? 300 has yards he? Because I want to – can you guys see the highlights if I pull them up? I'm going to pull them up again. I don't know. I'm not a quarterback guru. I, the one thing I can see – because like, this is a dime. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I'm looking at right now. Yeah. But, like, the, the one thing I keep looking at is he kind of almost just drops, like, backpedals back with his, like, his drop, like it, it doesn't look like there's, like, confidence back there, Zach. You know what I'm talking about? Like, watch this. Like, it's just, like, back, back, back. It's like Uncle Rico, just a little bit of happy feet and then just throw – you know what I mean? Like, there's something – and <laughs> yeah. right, I, I do – like, look, I, I suck um, because, you know, I, like, I'm an idiot, but at the same well, – you know, I'm an idiot, but at the same point, like, I, like at least I'm saying, like I, like, I don't sit here and be like, oh, like, I'm not, I'm not Carson Palmer's brother, but my point is – yeah. It just doesn't look good to me on the eyeballs. Yeah. he okay.
2: he, he looks a little unsettled, I would say. Like yes, say. that's he's a good got, word. He's got the happy feet. My biggest thing is this. He's got a ton of talent around him. Yeah. Well, first off, how many questions, or How many games did he play last year? Do we know? Did he play like half the season? Six games, I think.
1: Okay. Okay. How many games did so, Drew
2: Locke play in the NFL? Here's something I found on the web. According to OrlandoSentinel.com,
0: Drew, 29. Played in a career high 145 games for the
2: Atlanta Braves last season. Maybe there's a Drew Locke on the Atlanta Braves we don't know about. Yeah, 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 that's, that's she's uh, under 500, uh, 500 uh, again with that one. Yeah. Um, dyke. so I guess my thing is, and not to be that guy playing devil's advocate, but it's like, for example, Kyle Allen went 5 0 in his first five games, right? And then he downhill. Um, Drew Locke yeah. maybe might have played a similar sample size, so we don't, I mean, he now has a whole offseason to hopefully get better. My uh-huh. thing is, is does Pat Shermer have what it takes to to make him? That's, make him you have such sour grapes. Yeah,
1: I, I hate to say. Giants fans, Zach. So, what I, do you think
2: of? Oh uh, well, you know, I I, I, don't, I try not to think too much anymore of Pat Shermer. Um, <laughs>
1: try to I, erase that.
2: Yeah, he's. Uh, no, I just think his play calling was awful, awful. Like we had. We had Mike Schull, our offensive coordinator. I don't know for what reason. He basically just held it, just stood there and held a clipboard. And Pat Shermer did all the yeah. play calling and just horrible play calls. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think he had that one one hit wonder out in Minnesota and then we bought in on it. Yeah. I think that stock is way, that stock is bankrupt in my opinion. But
1: <laughs> we'll see. You're selling your Pat Shermer stock. Yeah, right. It's sold. It's sold a while ago. It sold. Yeah, it's sold. Fire sale. Get rid of it.
2: Yeah.
0: There, yeah. So, all right. Well, it. So there. It's funny because, like, and I think also this is a question: of is Vic Fangio a great coach, a head coach, right? He's a great defensive coordinator. What's What's it going to be though? This is the year where we have to kind of learn a little bit more on I mean, year two with him. Um, yeah. But it's funny. Speaking of the team, he left the Bears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're having a little bit of a quarterback uh, quarterback controversy. Yeah. Oh. Well, quarterback controversy, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So as you know, right. It's somewhere between Trubisky and Nick Foles. Um, Bryson, we haven't actually talked about this enough. And right, you. I'm trying to think of a unique twist at this, right? Nick Foles was at least, he was a chief
1: for a little bit. He was a chief. Matt Nagy was your offensive coordinator. Matt Nagy was an OC. So you are kind of like in the middle.
0: You can, and you're not even in the conference, so you can kind of play nice with me here. So just make of this whole situation where you, how do you think it's going to start? How do you think it's going to end?
1: Nick Foles will be finishing games for the Bears. He'll be starting games (laughs) within the season. I think, barring Trubisky really turning his career around, which I don't really predict happening. But the thing is, I don't think that's a good thing necessarily that Nick Foles is going to be starting games for them. Like, you know, (laughs) Jacksonville gave him that giant contract, watched him play, like, what, five games? Five injury-riddled games. It's like, no, actually... We don't need you, Nick Foles. We'll let someone else pay your salary. And he lost the job to Garner Minshew. Like, they didn't even want to he see lost, it out. Exactly. He lost the job to Garner Minshew, who actually I like. I think he's a good – he could have a good, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick-type career in the NFL, I think. I could see but, that, yeah. Yeah, I just I, – it's like, you know, ever since the double doink, the Bears have just driven themselves insane with, you know, the ticking issues – it seems like Trubisky has definitely regressed since his rookie year. I don't really know. I don't see it.
2: Yeah, I, I think – I personally think that Trubisky just soft, in my opinion. So, like, he turns the TV off when he hears his name mentioned. I mean, whether no, that's good or bad. I mean, come on, man. That's what you were signed you, – you signed up for this, basically. Yeah. Um, and I think Nick Foles – and I'm not just going to throw daggers at all these people, but I think Nick Foles only plays well when he's in Philadelphia. So – <laughs> like lose,
1: lose if you're a Bears fan, in my yeah. opinion. So it only when it's playoff games in Philadelphia. That's yeah, right. only that's only it. really it. Like, yeah. Well,
0: and, and and I'm like looking at these highlights too, right? Like all these throws he makes, it's screen passes, it slants to the tight end or like Anthony Miller, like on an underneath route. Uh-huh. He sucks. I mean, like, I like it's funny. I, I hope he wins the battle just so that like this keeps going on and on with the Bears. Uh-huh. Uh, as a Packers fan, obviously, that's my little yeah, But still, right? I mean, no, but all jokes aside, I, I'm with you, Bryson, too. I, I I can't help but think that you they're probably gonna like there's you brought Nick Foles in for a reason.
1: Uh-huh. And they
0: didn't and they didn't spend the time thinking about what Cam Newton's gonna do, thinking about maybe trying to bring a guy like Jameis in. Right? They they went for Nick Foles early, fast, yeah. right? Like, so I don't know. I mean, I I don't know how like to, and to your point, Zach he hasn't really done anything unless he's been in Philadelphia and I'm not trying to have that lazy take. Like, Oh, he's not good. Like, or, I mean, yeah. like we joke around about it, but it's just
1: like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And like, you know, it's, so it's interesting. So I, I think, I think what it is is negi has too much trust in his system and the fact that Nick Foles is a guy who's ran his system. Well, and I'll tell you, and I, what loyalty J has
0: a good point that actually, let me ask you this. Cause I'm curious. So I, cause I actually might argue back on this, but do you feel like Mitch Trubisky was a player that was put in a bad situation with the bears and now needs a moment to be better and pick himself up? Cause I would, almost, I'll even take it first, maybe just cause I'll add the little details, right? Like I would almost say, well, he had a really good defense Allen mm-hmm. Robinson to me is a beast. He's got mm-hmm. some like re- weapons to, to play with, with his running backs. And then, um, and then Matt Nagy's an offensive minded guy. So I guess that's like, my question would be is right. Like where, where, like, I guess where, where could he have been set up better?
1: Here's what I'll say. I think Nagy had got some of the worst tendencies from Reed's early coaching days where he just wanted to throw, if all else fails, throw, and like he'll throw the ball <laughs> and that's not working, so i got to keep throwing the ball, and it's just, why didn't he reuse his running backs? Why did he decide to make Trubisky the centerpiece of that offense when it clearly seemed like he wasn't suited for it or ready for it?
2: Hey, as a guy who drafted uh, Dave Montgomery in the third round last year, fantasy, fantasy drafts. I, I, I yeah. echo everything. Yeah. you're
1: saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had talented running backs. Use them, run the ball. It's okay. If you don't three it out, you're burning clock. You're not necessarily hurting your quarterback's confidence. Just make the game easy for him. Yeah. And, and it's
0: here's because I would almost argue that he's not good. And he only is as good as a really good situation, like a Trent Dilford, don't screw it up type of thing with yes. the Ravens kind of a thing. Yeah. Because like they went 12 and four with them. I know, sorry, Zach, I didn't mean to bring that off. But no, no, I always I bring up that funny. Super Bowl. It's, it's such a good Super Bowl to bring up in the sense of not because of you guys, but just because. It just can prove to you that a coach named Brian Bellick, who doesn't really do anything else or a guy named Trent Dilfer somehow can make it all work for a cup of coffee. But like, And it could be the best yeah. cup of coffee ever brewed. Yeah. Uh-huh. But the rest of the pot might just taste like it's burnt. You know what I mean? Like it's just, <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> one cup is poured out of the fresh brew. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, and that's you – know, and you bring up a really good point, Bryson. Like I saw there was a game where Mitch Trubisky threw 54 attempts last year. 54. Why is that? Why? It's a suicide mission if you're doing that.
1: Oh, my yep. God. It doesn't make any sense to me.
0: So, uh, how – I guess my question is, like, not how short of a leash is he on. Is First of all, is he already the guy in the backseat that needs to hop over Nick Foles? Because they keep saying, like, oh, it's 50-50. But, like, right – who actually do you think has the upper
1: advantage in that? I think based on Trubisky's draft status, it's got to be him. Yeah, I, I agree. You, you you can't trade up and use the number two pick on a die and then – you know let him lose his job to a career journeyman yeah absolutely i think um that that was his spot
2: to begin with so he's kind of got he has to fight for it just prove that it's still his and i mean nick Foles, yeah he's got that monster contract but yeah everything uh, you're saying mm-hmm. it's to me it's trubisky still the leash is short
0: it's yeah. funny i'm looking at all these number one fans comment yes. about covid it's funny i was actually thinking to myself what if that's what determined this if one of them got it and then like that's how
1: <laughs> that's how yeah, so we that would be so bears if they had to
0: go with the other one and he does just enough to make them go eight and eight and they never would have known what would have been like with the other oh. one. speaking of speaking
2: of getting sick right before the season I wonder what Sam Darnold's doing during this quarantine like he better be locked oh. up <laughs> and, like yeah. playing video games
0: yeah yeah is
2: nothing right yeah yeah it's a whole other animal right now obviously no, not poking fun but you know yeah, uh-huh. yeah we just
0: have a little fun with it That's um, fine well, I'll tell you, sorry, we're over um, eight o'clock here uh, in the Eastern time zone, uh, yes. but I'll tell you, so we can, we can jump, I'll say, what are you guys feeling? So we got a little baseball chat real quick, you want to do it before we wrap things up? We can, yeah, you're in charge, guys, lead the way, let's do it. All right, let's do it. so baseball, throughout that, there's uh, season details for this new proposal, so players are going to report to training camp, uh, or spring training, I guess if you will, <laughs> whatever it would be, I'm like thinking training camp because it's July, yeah. Uh, but they'll report for training on July 1st, right? So 60-game season, as they announced. That will start on the 23rd and 24th of July. Um, 40 of those games will be against these divisional opponents, which I think they, they confirmed those realignments, I think, right? And then there's these 20 other games will be against interleague divisions. Um, there's going to be a DH for everybody. Uh, extra innings in the regular season. We'll start with a runner on second base. Uh, you know, I guess it's going to move moving along and then just kind of pushing along the trade deadline. We'll be moved all the way back to August 31st season. Uh we'll begin with 30-man active rosters. Um, and will be reduced to 26 after the first month, I guess, after they see how everything's going. Uh post-season eligibility deadline will be September 15th for a t- player to play, right? And then they'll have this taxi squad of 20 players that will basically be sitting in limbo while there's a 40-man roster. Okay, so let's just kind of scale factors a lot, right? Um I don't see what Darkseid is just saying on the chat, too. Just losing, uh, you know, all interest in baseball. That's what I was about to say. Let's kind of start with that. Like, what are we feeling? Is it, like, at this point, who
2: cares? For, for me, I mean, kind of going back to our last episode, I think it was, or two shows ago, um, I'm actually pretty excited because, to me, it's like a sprint to the finish. And, I mean, yeah, it's something different. And purists and traditionalists aren't going to like it. But I just think it's exciting because it's like every game means a lot more now like hearing like how you were saying i think like one three game yeah. series is the equivalent to like one nfl game as far as yeah
0: we did the math price and so yeah, yeah a series yeah. is essentially equivalency to an nfl game so
2: to me that that okay. interests me because i started to fall away from the sport three four years ago over the last three or four years um and i was once like a die hard so for me this could yeah. be something that might bring me back in to be honest
1: I'd have to actually share that exact same sentiment. Like, I, honestly, let's be honest, baseball isn't a super riveting sport from a play-to-play basis. It's all about the long game, I guess. So I guess condensing everything and making every game matter uh, really, like you said, Zach, does seem to add a whole new layer of intrigue to it. Um, it'll, And it seems like, you know, just given that, it seems like everyone's going to kind of have a shot. Like, you just have to get hot for a couple months. Yeah, especially for Royals fans and Marlins yeah. fans like me. I'm more, yeah. you know I'm a Marlins fan. You're a Royals fan. Yeah. You know. Yeah. For, for all that, whew, we love this <laughs> exactly. And like, if you're terrible, guess what? Season ends in double the time. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> triple. It's even
0: beautiful. I, I already double did that, math. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, was about, it was about two two
1: point two and a half
0: times the speed. It's great. Oh yeah, it's. Yeah,
2: I love bad. it. Yeah. I was I was gonna say what really interests me with this new structure is the the whole taxi squad thing. So I think that's where they, ha- I, well, it is, but they have like 20 prospects kind of waiting in the wings basically. And okay. instead of playing like minor league games, they're going to have them play like scrimmages with each other, I guess, to kind of keep them fresh and things like that. And basically kind of keep them in the, the backup bullpen per se. Okay. And, um, and okay. kind of just taxi them in, I guess, so-called to whenever they, they need someone like to have a rest day or whatever. So it kind of, to me, with how rapid this is going to be, it might mean it, like it might really show that the prospect pool for each team means that much more, and like the depth yeah. of, the, of each team could mean a lot more this
1: year than normal. Yeah, year. your organizational depth as opposed to just your top end depth, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: So no, the Marlins aren't going one. I'm looking at the chat You see this? The Marlins are not going one fifty nine. No way. No way, Jose. Don't
1: beat
2: the Phillies at least at least half the time. they I'm hoping. I'm
0: hoping to God somehow they just pull a rabbit out of their hat. I de- I'm doing the same thing for the Royals, you know. You never know, man. Hey, we've, we've done it before. Hey, you beat the Giants or the Mets, and then, you know, we beat, uh you know, and you went there against yeah. the Giants. And, you know, exactly. we won against the Yankees. So, you know, and, and obviously the Indians in 97. So, you know, yeah, get some cooking. Did it happen? Did it, 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 it happen? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I think that Ellie Goulding song is gonna be like just the, my my spirit animal for anything can happen. or yeah. that like when opening day happens, <laughs> oh and six, oh my. Um, <laughs> all right, but Right. So yeah, I know it's, 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 it's interesting to look at it. I think right from, you know, well, Zach, you, you looked at the taxi squad. See, I thought the most interesting thing was the runners starting on second and extra inning games. That's, Cause I, that's I, to me. I, I don't like that stuff. I don't like shootouts in hockey. Bryson to me, it would be like if the NBA okay. went to a free throw shooting
1: contest after 10 minutes of an overtime. Yeah, <laughs> It's just like, all right, hold yeah. on. Or
0: three point shooting contest or something.
1: Yeah. Well, it's sort of like, I guess, with the, what they did for the All-Star game, right? So you had to hit a certain score or something. So it's a little yeah. gimmicky, but I guess if the whole point is to literally speed up the season and you're starting every uh, all the extra innings with a runner on second. Like, it'll definitely speed things up, but it almost gives an unfair advantage to the uh, – well, I mean, it feels like it gives an unfair advantage out there somehow. But yeah,
2: I was yeah. thinking i oh, the same thing. Um, yeah. You know, as in a away team, you get first first crack at it with the runner on second. Then, exactly. if you bring yeah. a runner to in, the pressure is on the home team. I mean, that's exactly. obviously what's nice about batting. But they get yeah. but they get a runner on second too, so it's so. it's uh, tough. Yeah. It, it reminds uh, me, it's just gimmicky, yeah. like you said. I just it, I don't like it. it see, I kind I kind of liked it to be honest. Like it, this this could be me like like with the XFL when I was all about it for the first two weeks with the all extra like the extra and the extra points, and I was like, oh, this yeah. is gonna be great. So you know, so I say that means this probably won't be that great, but. <laughs> um, I just think it, it reminds me of like the good old days, like uh Kieran like summer camp, like playing tennis, baseball, or oh, something. Yeah. like, you know. Uh, so yeah, yeah it's absolutely. something different. Um, I think they're doing it to probably so for those extra inning games so they end in like the tenth or eleventh inning, so that way, like from yeah. a um a health and rest perspective, there's not like an eighteen inning game. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, but sure. yeah, I I do see the gimmicky side. I I I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Also,
0: this was yeah. great. I, I was just seeing Bryson. I'll be I'll be uh landing, I guess, in like 10 hours from now and in your neck of the woods. Um, hey, I can't so, wait
1: for it, man. Yeah, we grabbing some lunch uh tomorrow. All right, Tim. We can make that work. Yeah, we can you know, make it. that work.
0: And, and speaking of a good bite of food, I you know, like we were talking about tonight's show is brought to you uh by the great Anthony Lucci's um slice of pizza, right? So and and it's fine. I I always try to do the read, but it is so damn good. Um, for anyone not in the in the pennsylvania area and he's getting uh, he's getting his site back up to get everything going but you can always check him out uh, at lucci slices on Facebook and Instagram um I think we've been talking to him too, Zach obviously about getting him to start mailing some stuff some frozen slices out to people and you know hopefully he can get that that show on the road a little bit here as like, like, I like, like like does he deliver to Kansas City <laughs> he does not deliver to Kansas City but um but yeah and I'll tell and you, you know what but we actually we do have something that you would Probably be interested in is uh, well, hold on, I'm jumping the gun here. We got the Amazon contest, right? We still have a little bit more time, right, Zach?
2: That's right, yeah. The giveaway is going down live Monday night on the show. So, wild, bryce yeah. did you enter your hat in the ring yet? What is I haven't, I haven't.
1: Oh, Can you my, tell me more? more, tell me more about yeah. this Amazon contest. Yeah, so
2: if you go on our Facebook, uh, there's a post, I mean, it's from June 15th. I think we have it up higher on the page though. Uh, so if you yeah. just it's share pin that. Post. Yeah, so if you share that, um, you, you're getting entered in. Or for on Instagram, if you like the post and just comment two of your friends in the, the comments section, okay. um, you're entered in. Or if uh, Twitter, if you just retweet the tweet that we had about it, you're in. So basically all it is is you just get entered in and the winner is going to be drawn for a $100 Amazon gift card. So. Okay, yeah, I did it. That's yeah. pretty
0: good, and, and I'll tell you, I'll even do one better, Bryson. So how do you follow us on social media, Karen? Well, funny you ask, everybody, because first of all, you can check us out if you miss any episodes and you're not on Twitch. You can check us out if you have Spotify or iTunes. All of uh, Bloomberg Sports Talk episodes can be found on there. And by the way, Zach, fun fact, what is it? We're the 36th-ranked
2: listen-to show
0: on iTunes right now for sports shows, sports yeah, podcasts, a, I should say. Yeah, on
2: Apple Podcasts in the United States, we are 36. For sports yeah. news, right.
0: we need to start doing a segment. It's gonna be like our ranking, you know. See, if we kind of get down a little bit more, you know. Like, just keep trimming it up,
2: you well, know. See, if- well, yeah. Well, hey, when we broke out, we were well broke out. We're going to the rankings. We were 48th, and now we're 36. So we're trying to get that top 25. So, oh yeah, so yeah. we're gonna get that yeah. ranking. <laughs> well, uh, but,
0: but if you want to get involved with the ch- uh, with the contest for the Amazon promo, uh, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, or Reddit at underscore uh, get sidetracked. You just search for sidetracked on Facebook. Will pop up. Um, twitch, twitch.tv. If you're watching us on our site, you can or actually I pulled that, that down because we're having some issues with that. So I don't think anyone is watching us on the site. Everyone's probably watching us on Twitch right now. Uh, but that's our channel for you. And if you want to check us out, we have some great articles and some fun stuff on our site as well at wwwget sidetrackcom And while you're at it, if you're on Twitch and you haven't done it already, you want to give us a follow, there's that little heart up there to the left. Just give that a little click. And then if you want to give us a subscription, that's even fun too. There's no excuse if you have Amazon Prime because it's free. Uh, so you can go up there, hit subscribe, Um, and if not, it's only four ninety nine, which is like you said, Zach. All you have to do is say no to that last course Light at one thirty in the morning right. when you're at the bars, and, and and it helps us out more. So right, you know, and it helps they get less hungover. We get you know what we yeah. need from it, right? It's every yeah. it all it really all works out. But yes, it's fun. This is a good time. And Bryce, you said it's gonna be hot as hell this summer.
1: Or this uh this weekend in KC. Yeah, so Kansas City summer, uh, hot, humid, pretty unbearable, but uh, hopefully we'll get some rain, cool the weather off a little bit, be a little more livable. All right. It'll be fun. I haven't been out there since, uh, well, the funny thing
0: is, last time I was out there was a snow and ice storm, so. Gosh, was it NFL
1: playoffs, weren't you? Yeah, Yeah. I was flying around. I was flying out right before conference championships when, you know. Yes, we won't have to talk. We don't have to talk about it here, and it's
0: fine. Well, no, it's fine. Every other show wants to remind me. Hey, by the way, do you know the Packers lost to the 49ers twice? It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do. No, I do remember that.
1: <laughs> by the way, they
0: <laughs> just they just lose. They got murdered. Like,
1: oh yeah, Thanks how sure about that? Yeah. you know Somehow,
0: yes. somehow the Vikings are still going to win the North. But everyone's like, by the way, do you know that? I'm like, they lost to them the week before the same way. What differences? Yeah, but no no, 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 no. Anyway. No. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. See, we'll be on. Yeah, exactly. We'll be on this show all night long if I keep uh, rehearsing my feelings about that. Um, But this is great. You know, so thank everyone for listening. I also want to give a shout out to my aunt Patty. Who uh, she fell, so she's actually in the hospital right now, recovering. um, So I hope she makes a great recovery. um, You know, is doing well. But yeah. So, but you know, Bryce, it was great having you back on the show. And like I said, we'll be grabbing some lunch and some drinks. I'm sure tomorrow uh,
2: out there in the Midwest. But Zach, got any positivity you want to take us out with for the weekend? Yeah, we got some uh, some great sports uh, this weekend. We got some of the Travelers Championship up in Connecticut. We already got uh, Mackenzie Hughes shooting a sixty out there on the links, so it's going to be firing away this weekend. And there's a big UFC fight as well. So, uh, well, we'll fight night. Yeah. I'll be
0: texting. I'll be That's at right. the wedding out there, text you, be like, well, this is great. It starts at five o'clock by time. This is awesome. You know? Oh yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Receptions starting to kick
2: off. Oh yeah. Knockout first round maybe.
0: <laughs> while while you do a little knockout while uh, the appetizers and stuff, the hors d'oeuvres are floating around before, you know, you go into the wedding hall. Yeah. Yeah. Just now it taste that much better.
2: Just taste that, that
0: much better. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little wine flowing. Now we're going to have some fun. All right, perfect. So we'll be back on our normal scheduled time Monday at 7 o'clock. And yeah, we'll have our announcement of the Amazon Prime or contest or not the Amazon Prime, the Amazon gift card contest. So make sure you tune in for that show. Uh, Yeah, we'll see everyone back here in the living room at 7 o'clock on Monday. Cheers, everyone. Perfect. Cheers.